Hey gang, welcome back to the Backdoor Cover Network. I'm Phil, and as always, I'm joined by my main man, Vinny Bag of Donuts. Vinny, what's happening? Time to make the donuts. Man, we made some donuts this morning, this afternoon, Phil. So much fun hosting Steve Fezzik. And I, I'm, I'm still pumped up. Yeah, still man, that was, that was incredible to have such a, a genius grace our airwaves and uh you know give us a a few minutes of his time it was awesome to be able to pick his brain it'll be even more fun when we have him in our corner for circus survivor next year bye 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 i like our chances i agree um yeah man it was uh and what a what a hell of a week last week too how did you do i was 10 and 4 on the things i posted in the book club um uh so it's pretty good pretty good rolling in the dough this week it's going to be tough for me vince i've i've got a couple different things pulling me in different directions you had a week for the ages i did i did my second best week of the year but a hell of a week up 9.81 units we're up 23 and a half for the year and um yeah hit a a real nice one there uh had a, a 525 kelsey laporta boost uh that we posted in the discord had a couple other nice ones there a plus 487 um just all around just cashing green check marks all afternoon phil it's like the the discord server was uh was full of them oh my God. i almost broke it i've never seen so many dead hookers in all my life <laughs> a lot of That's money good. for dead That's hookers you always find a way phil good job there i it's my favorite button you know you gotta i know you gotta it work it in because you, you took away my my Russell Wilson button and replaced it with this. Unlimited. I didn't replace it. I well, didn't somebody it. did from the fake the fake NFL show. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Ding, Vinny, ding. It's on. <laughs> it's on. But uh, yeah, so this is this is a tough a tough week for me, Vince. I am sitting on. Some of the biggest wagers I've ever made, uh, just a, a mm-hmm. culmination of, of season-long futures, um, free bets, and all kinds of stuff. So I, I have entirely too much on the San Francisco 49ers to win the NFC, and then I have even more on the Ravens to win the AFC. So I'm going to lean on you in this episode because I am not seeing <laughs> the board clearly at all. I, I'm having a, a rough time taking my emotions out of it. You know, I mean, I think you actually have the easier... Uh, situation here, Phil. You get to just try to middle this sucker, as uh, as our friend uh, Steve Fezzik uh, agreed, and um, yeah, just try to find a nice middle. Uh, I, I, on the other hand, have to try to find some some winning plays here. So uh, I guess I'll, I'll kick it off. So how about we start with Detroit at San Fran? So um, you know you know the narrative here: golf's better at home and especially better indoors. But they only played in one outdoor game since October. I don't know if you realize that. That is surprising. Um, yeah, but it's going to be nice weather. And um, so here, here's some interesting stats. So, so golf's got a 98.7 rating at home, down to 88.5 away, and down further to 82 outdoors. He's got a 2.8 touchdown interception ratio at home, 1.8 away, big drop off. And, and again, down even further to 1.5 in games where he's trailing which is likely to, going to be the case uh, on Sunday. So not great. Um, both teams are top three in first quarter points. So that might be an interesting play um, I look at there. Both are top 10 in second quarter points. 
But then Detroit is below average in the third quarter while San Fran remains in the top five. So I think that's where they start to probably pull away. Uh, moral of the story, Detroit better get off to a fast start, uh, in my opinion, which they've done pretty well so far this year. So both teams are top three in, in um, like I said, in, in first quarter points. So um, we'll see what golf can do there. What do you think? Well, uh, this one, this one's tough. Um, when, when it opened up, I thought seven was probably the perfect number. And then it, it ticked to seven and a half. And I'm like, well, you know, that, that's, that's gotta be some, you know, what have you, what have you seen lately movement there? You know, the public likes to bet on what they've most recently seen. And the seven and a half didn't, didn't last too long. Um, yeah. And you know, you gotta, you gotta think that the seven and a half, oh, back doors open. Right. But mm-hmm. if, if Campbell is down two touchdowns late, you know, he's the, the type of guy that's going to go for the two. He's, he's analytical. Yep. He gets it. Um, at least with, with that. Uh, and he won't be afraid to go for two. So is seven and a half kind of like a dead, a dead number? Well, you know, if you're looking for a backdoor, maybe, um, I would lean if I didn't have these, these futures, I would lean to laying it with San Francisco. I, I think yeah. that maybe last week was the scare they needed. You know, it, it's, it's pretty mm-hmm. commonplace for, you know, they, they had the bye week. Um, that was a, a green Bay team that was playing much better than a seven seed. I mean, that, that was not a true seven seed type of team that, that they met last week. Uh, Jordan love and that green Bay team, man, they're going to be year, good for years to come in, in my opinion. So, um, <clears throat> That's a young team. That's a scary team. And I think they're better than advertised. And gosh darn it, it hurts to say all that stuff if you've listened to the show all year long. Um, but, you know, what, what bothers me about it is, is Debo. You know, with such an embarrassment of riches with Kittle and McCaffrey and Ayuk yeah. and, you know, Trent Williams and all, all the, the studs they have on offense, Debo kind of makes them go. Um, mm-hmm. There's an argument to be made about the, you know, the, the difference in, yards per play with Debo on and off the field with, with Trent Williams missing, uh, you know, a lot of those same games with the overlap. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless, I think that was just the scare San Francisco needed. And this is just the secondary that Brock Purdy needs to see because they are yeah. thin, very, very thin. So, um, you know, I was listening to the midweek show. Arch was on Purdy over two and a half touchdowns around 190 plus 190, something like that. I like that angle. Yeah. I would be playing San Francisco if I didn't have the the futures. Instead, I'm going to be on the Lions at the best number I can find and hope for a middle. Yeah. I, I saw a few props um, that had Purdy, you know, pick one of these quarterbacks, one of these, you know, with those props, pick one of these quarterbacks to hit four plus touchdowns. And I was just, I'm looking at this list. I'm like, hey, who's going to hit four plus touchdowns? And it's obviously they think it's Purdy. And it was only plus 150, Phil. So, you know, tell me that's not him going to eat on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, this, this is a, a very hobbled Detroit secondary. Um, and you don't have that raucous crowd behind you. And that, that crowd in Detroit yep. was, that was a difference maker, man. They, they came out to, uh, to really support their team. And it was awesome. You know, Detroit was mm-hmm. electric. But, you yep. know, it's, it's, it's going to be a whole different atmosphere. Um, there's a lot of pressure on Kyle Shanahan to get it done. I think they yeah. do. And, you know, just more times than not in my mental simulations, I see in this being a two-score game. Yeah, I expect Shanahan to come out swinging and not bother too much with jabbing this Detroit run defense. I mean, it's pretty good. You, you saw um, uh, the Bucks 
kind of you know chip at it, but I, I, they still finished the game. I think holding, um, um, gosh, I'm blanking. Rashad White to under under sixty yards in spite of those big chunk plays in the beginning. So you know, I, I just I think that's what Kyle's going to do. And plus, it's the third worst uh, defense in the league, giving up seven point and not total defense, but seven point three yards per pass. I mean, that's incredible. Um, they're just going to eat. They're going to have a field day. And, and, and for that, that game script, you know, I actually like CMC under rush attempts here. Um, I've got him. It was under 19 and a half. It's kind of got steamrolled. I'd still take it at 18 and a half for even money. Um, you can get that over at ESPN right now. I also like George Kittle here. I have him over 62 and a half uh, receiving yards. Uh, Detroit's allowing the eighth most yards to tight ends this year. And with uh, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson coming down to cover probably Debo, who, who's got a lot of shorts, uh, middle of the field routes. Now, I'm familiar pretty, you know, with, uh, with CJG, CJ, CGJ, there we go, from his time in it's, Philadelphia. Yeah, he's just got three of those, three of those yeah. letters. Yeah. So I think that's going to free up immediate, uh, the intermediate routes for Kittle uh, and allow him and NIU to just go nuclear. Uh, so on that note, I'm also laddering Brandon Ayuk starting at 81 receiving yards. I think he's going to have a huge day. Yeah, Detroit not good at covering wide receiver ones. That that has been all over. Um, you know, all the the sports betting podcasts and and you know talking heads have have been aware of that that got steamed up from the mid 70s. Now I guess it's 81 or something. But you got to like that. You got to like Kittle. He he you know showed himself as a weapon last week and sort of bailed out the Niners when they when they needed somebody to emerge, he had four for 81 in that, that long touchdown. So, uh, you know, Kittle, Kittle's a safety blanket and I think Purdy will be looking his way. And I like the IU angle. Um, you know, like I said, if I didn't have these futures, I think the Niners are the, are the way. Yeah, I, I agree. The only other thing I'm looking at here is, um, and I mentioned this earlier with, uh, with Fezzik is golf's tendency to throw over the middle of the field. And, you know, it's, it's kind of incredible. So for context, even Tua in Miami's, prolific timing based you know passing offense he was only hitting this the middle of the field about 49 percent of the time golf's 53 percent of the time um so i think this is one of those cases where they're gonna have to mix it up find some better matchups on the outside uh i'm thinking out routes to laporta flats to uh to gibbs maybe some more of those end arounds they like to run to, to james and williams um for this angle i'm, I'm also laddering uh, jameer gibbs rushing receiving yards starting at 72 yards. I think you're going to see a lot of Jameer Gibbs, not just in the passing game, uh, but in the running game. I mean, you know how, how much of a threat he can be, um, you know, and they can tear you know, the, the San Fran defense is, is good, but not great. If he can tear off a run and, and uh, you know, break a big one, we're going to take this one to the window. Yeah. I mean, he almost breaks one every week, right? He always mm-hmm. does something that, that is amazing. The, the guy's, pure electricity in a Detroit Lions uniform. It's awesome. You know, uh, fun to watch everybody. Yeah. Everybody was clamoring, uh, during the draft. Like, why did you take a running back so high? Well, I guess they knew something we all didn't. Cause that, that kid is, is going to pay dividends for sure. Um, yep. do you have anything else you want to talk about in this game? No, I'm good on this game. All right. Well, let's move on over to the chiefs visiting Baltimore, the chiefs still four point favorites, uh, money line plus plus one sixty five. Baltimore minus one ninety five. total looks painted at 44 and a half. I know you have a, a lean on this one. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually, you know, I'm leaning KC. Um, I'm, I'm taking them plus four and they're a little bit banged up. You know, this is the, the Joe 
Uh, Thune loss is going to be big. He's officially out all pro left guard. Um, that's going to be tough. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm blanking on his backups name there, but, uh, he actually has done a pretty decent job, uh, filling in on a decent number of snaps this year. So I, I don't think, I think they can get through this game without Joe. Um, and, and did you know that Casey's given up the fourth most rush attempts to QBs this year and let up the 10th most rush yards on QB rushes? I did not. That's uh, you know, and and that was with Willie Gay, their uh, the the guy they like to use the linebacker as a spy against mobile quarterbacks. So he's officially questionable heading into Sunday. That could be dangerous for Lamar rushing props. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm not getting on them. Um, I wanted to, you know, that's my initial lean is always to to root for Lamar Jackson human achievement, uh, mm-hmm. but. You know, I just couldn't. Uh, it was it was such a, a, a cash cow that prop the, yeah. the first or last I don't know month and a half, six weeks or so. Uh, the yep. public's going to catch on. You know, they they're going to want a piece. The books are going to correct. And let me let me pull up what his number is, unless you have it have it handy. Uh, yeah, no, we're in the mid sixties now. I'm seeing sixty six and a half at Fanduel. That's wow. far too many. Uh, I would imagine his carries have probably ticked in the double digits, 10 and a half. Yeah. So uh, instead of yeah. nine and a half, 54, we're getting 10 and a half, 64. Yep. Could, could he, could he do it? Sure. I, I, you know, the, the guy is, he's, he's, he's a video game. Um, mm-hmm. I think that the game has certainly slowed down. We're, we're seeing a different Lamar Jackson. You know, the narrative is he's not good in the playoffs. Fine. I'll give you that. You know, he doesn't have the track record, but um, yep. you know, just his progression this year, uh, this Ravens team is is clicking. They, I think, I think I saw a stat, Vince, where they won nine games this year against teams over 500 by two touchdowns or more, uh, which is insane. Uh, you know, wow. and they, they've played, they've won 11 games against teams that are over 500 in total, which is just nuts. I mean, they, they mm. this is an, an all time elite defense in EPA. Um, just you know, the Ravens are scary here, but then on the other side, as as uh, Steve Fezzik called him, you've got God. You've got the yep. highest rated playoff passer of all time. You've got Patrick Mahomes, who's eight zero and one against the spread as a road dog in his career, seven and one straight up in his last uh, eight playoff games. Uh, this guy is about as trustable as as you can. You know, he's like Fort Knox. It, it's he's a safe bet, and. When this line moved from three and a half to four, that that was that kind of took me took me aback because you would imagine that all the all the money would be on Patrick Mahomes and the points because you just don't get a, a yeah. chance to to grab them that often. I I agree, and I think you know part of my thesis here is that you know KC's got the ability to slow the game down, and especially if these receivers can keep uh, holding on to the damn ball, man. You know they have some semblance of a pass game. Pacheco's the man. Um, you know, I love him toting the rock. He's just, I love, I love the, uh, I forget what the meme said about him being angry at the ground when he runs, but it's true, man. By the way, uh, he's a Glassboro kid. I, I, I knew he was a New Jersey guy. Um, yeah, right around the Glassboro, corner. They, they churn out NFL running backs, don't they? Corey Clement yeah. and uh, Isaiah Pacheco. I think I saw a thing where he, he runs like he has nails in his shoes or something. Yeah, there's a whole, you know, the, you know all the Chuck Norris-isms? I love all the yeah, Pacheco-isms. Yeah. They're, they're great, he, yeah. He's awesome. I love that guy. Very, very easy to root for. 
Uh, yeah. you know, plus, he's he's from right down the street. Are you worried at all about this talk about Mark Andrews coming back? Uh, Marlon Humphrey is is you know going to give it a go as well. What do you think of those two guys? Yeah, I mean they're huge pieces, right? Um, Isaiah likely did a decent job filling in for uh, for decent. Mark Andrews, and it- decent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he started top, slow. He's a top five tight end in the league. He started right now, he started slow. Yeah, oh, I, yeah. <laughs> you know, he's okay. <laughs> he did a decent job. Yeah. Hey, Arch, I know you're producing this. Isaiah likely did a decent job. <laughs> I mean, talk about an embarrassment of riches. You're talking about the receiving core of the of the Chiefs, man. Uh, I mean, just look over the other side of this. Uh, or not the Chiefs. You're talking about the Niners, uh, but the but the Ravens. My goodness, yeah, likely and Andrews and uh, Flowers and you know Odell. I mean, Odell's no. you know. He he looks like primetime Odell all over again. So yeah, and I, I was just going to say, I think some of the knock on Lamar was that he had to do it by himself, you know, in, in previous right. playoff runs. And that is not the case this year. There are plenty of weapons. Yeah. I mean, even his, his running backs, yeah. you know, with Gus Edwards and, and, and the like. Yeah. You just wonder, you know, I think it, it, it feels like there he's well coached this year. Right. Cause otherwise I feel like you put him out there with all these weapons and his legs as the, as a weapon, and he's and he maybe wouldn't know what otherwise what to do with them, which which way to go first, right? That's kind of been his mo. And honestly, that's that's kind of why I don't love them in this game. I just feel like they they almost find a way to lose this game. I just I do feel like Casey's going to cover uh, four points with with that Ravens dynamic and with you know and with God throwing the ball for the Chiefs. Um, just feels feels really really good. Um, also read a stat today on the other side of the ball. So Baltimore finished the regular season 18th in EPA allowed per rush and 25th in run stop rate. I, I didn't, I just saw, saw that today and made me feel good about the play, um, especially with Pacheco. And, uh, and I do have Pacheco for an anytime touchdown as well on this one. Yeah. I, I think he gets in, um, you know, to the end zone, but uh, also in that EPA events, the Ravens are first against the pass. Well, there you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So that's, that's pretty, pretty neat. I, uh, I am very, very happy to hear that you're on the chiefs. I was happy to hear that Fezzik is on the chiefs. Um, I would be thrilled if I could thread the needle here and get the chiefs to cover and the Ravens to win. I might take a, a vacation to Punta Cana if that happens, uh, <laughs> or at least buy a new dishwasher because that one uh, broke in the kitchen so it would be very timely if if that could hit for sure yeah. yeah boom looking for the button found it <laughs> Got found it. it yeah uh is there anything else you want to talk about have you looked at any of the um like super bowl mvp odds anything like that or are you keeping you know, this I, to yourself no i Please no. Uh, honestly, I, I leave those those up to you. You're the king of uh, of finding those those gems. Um, I'm on a couple conference uh, you know, conference championships props. I got all teams to score two touchdowns for plus 150. That just feels good to me. Um, feels fun. I also ju- I also jumped on the um, the all teams to score a rushing touchdown for plus 310. Um, you know, I think the Ravens and the Chiefs. You know, that to me that feels like they'll both hit. Um, the Niners, I think will hit there. I think the question mark is the lions, but if they can, you know, get into the red zone a few times, maybe, maybe hit that one. And what else did I take? I took a little shot on most rushing yards in the, in the championship, uh, weekend here for Pacheco and Gibbs. 
Um, again, you know, Pacheco, I think just is, is going to have a decent day, I think. And then, and then Gibbs is kind of my little mini lotto ticket there at plus eight fifty, Uh, cause I think he could just break one at any time. And yeah, what else do I have? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that, I grabbed, I grabbed a little Ayuk most receiving yards for plus two twenty five. Yeah. I mean, we're on Ayuk to have the most receiving yards in the, the playoffs and, and potentially Super Bowl, And that has gone the wrong direction. I think it's, 25 to one now, uh, but I'm holding out hope, you know, yeah, we, we were hoping to run into a bad secondary. We've got it on the menu this weekend. Uh, so that, that might spring back to life, hopefully. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't have any of these NFL, uh, Super Bowl MVP. I, I didn't know if maybe you did. I, I was, I was wanting to talk about it with you. You got, uh, Lamar Jackson is the, the betting favorite at plus 220, which mm-hmm. you would think that, you know, uh, if the Ravens win it, that's probably the guy. Brock Purdy is second, plus 330. C-Mac, plus 350. Mahomes, plus 380. So all the usual suspects. Um, with the Niners, I think, if you are of the mindset that, that you think the Niners are going to win the Super Bowl, it is really hard to pick an MVP for them because yeah. that, that game script could go so many different ways. It could be Purdy airing it out. Uh, it could be Ayuk yep. grabbing two touchdowns. It could be C-Mac, you know, going for 150 all-purpose yards. It could be, you know, somebody on the defensive side of the ball making a play. But if you if you, if you're of the the mindset that the Ravens are going to win the Super Bowl, I think Lamar is probably the uh, the way to look. Plus two twenty feels kind of good if if you're of that mindset. Yeah, it's not bad. You know, it's typically typically a quarterback, right? And you had Cooper mm-hmm. Cup two years ago. Uh, you had Edelman hey, a few years before him. It should have been Aaron Donald. That year. <laughs> yeah, I agree. I agree. Uh, you even had Von Miller a few years before that. Um, actually, Malcolm Smith too. I, I mean, I'm just looking at a couple years before two two linebacker MV, Super Bowl MVPs in in three years time. There, that's that's pretty incredible. Hmm. So you're telling me to take uh, you're telling me to take Fred Warner. I'm looking down down the list. Dre Greenlaw. Is there one on the list? Fred Warner. Dre yeah, Greenlaw. 150 to one. There it is. That, that could be. How about Nelson Aguilar, two hundred and fifty to one? What do you think about that guy? Uh, probably not. Okay. All right. Well, he was a he was a bird. You know what hurts All the right. most is the the lack of respect. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, we are no, really think, just trying to fill some time here. I was going with we're, Nelson, we're Nelson Aguilar bit. Yeah. No, I, I like I like Lamar there though. That's two twenty feels pretty good. Yeah, and I I don't I don't think that would change much even if. Uh, even if they they get to the Super Bowl, you could probably wait if you want to take Lamar. Probably get two bucks. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, I agree. Especially with San Fran, you know, being such a heavy favorite in the other game, and, and all those other guys out there. Yeah, it's it's a good call. Yeah. All right, man. I don't I don't have anything else here to talk about except the the book club. We didn't talk about it earlier with Fezic. We we didn't haven't talked about it yet. I would say if you want all these player props and sides, uh, you know, the the stuff I was ten and four on, the stuff Vinny made. 20 whatever units so far this year and and nine last week join the book club www.thedgensdegens.net you get three-day free trial it's 25 bucks a month you get to chat with all of us all the time somebody's always awake you get all the darts plays we're big luke littler fans he won again today you get all the snooker plays you get nba live model which is just pranking out wins Steve's door, or, uh, golf model. It was up 13 units last week. 
And the big stuff, racing is just a week and a half away, Vince. We've so already started excited. putting, yeah, we've started putting out futures. We've got a load of win totals that are probably going to go out Saturday, I believe. We're just finalizing the list. It's go time, baby. You want to get in the book club, www.thedgens.net or everyonehateswentz.com. Vinny, do you have anything to add? Everyone hates Wentz, but everyone loves making money. Join the book club. Let's get some this weekend. Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be liable for damages related to its contents.